What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to Apocalypse Movies and our all Star Wars podcast, the Padawan Podcast. And uh, yeah, I mean, essentially, that is it, our Star Wars podcast. It's a, a show where we are breaking everything down from the galaxy far, far away. And I am your host, Jake Berlin, a.k.a. Qui-Gon Jake. Uh, we do have Star Wars names on the show. And uh, if you have not been on the show before, or if you have not watched us before, essentially what we do is uh, we have it every two weeks. It may go to a week-to-week basis here pretty soon, but we collect all of the big Star Wars stuff going on in the world um, of Star Wars. It could be TV, movies, comic books, books, toys, whatever it may be. We're going to talk about it. Could be video games, yes. Um, and so... Uh, today, obviously, because of this week, we're going to be focusing a, a lot on The Rise of Skywalker because of the trailer that came out, but we do have some small things to talk about beforehand. Uh, but before we get to that, let me answer, uh, introduce the uh, table I have with me today. I have um, Jacob Bartley and Brian Avlacino. Um Are you sure we have Star Wars Anthem on this show? Are you sure? Yeah. You, you're definitely the one that's... Obi-Wan uh, Jacoby. Okay. Little backstory. I had a name for the longest time. It was Grandma <laughs> Bartley, um, but we didn't want too many people with Grand in their name, and he wants to be Grand Admiral Sino. Admiral Sino. I yeah. like Admiral Sino, but Grand Admiral Sino. And guys. so I gave it to him, and I wasn't feeling Grandma Tarkin didn't, or Grandma Bartley wasn't feeling right. So you've always been a Jedi I'm on guy. Search for a yeah. new name. And if you guys have one, let us know. I mean, yes. right now, Obi-Wan Jacoby seems we to be the leader, but it doesn't Jacob really... to work with, or yes. Bartley is my Jacob. last name, so any wordplay on those, let me know. Yes, um, and before we get started here, just fair warning, if there, if you guys do see a tail wagging somewhere, there is a dog here in the apartment, um, and so just Studio. in case you do see that. Studio. But his name is Kylo, Studio. so it's okay. His name is Kylo, you oh, are yeah. correct. Um, all right, guys, well, let's get started here. Uh, so the first thing that we're going to be talking about today is um, a little bit of Cassian Andor. Now, we've known about Cassian Andor for a while now. Um, Disney Plus show, it was the second one announced right after The Mandalorian. Uh, it was supposed to be it's supposed to be shooting pretty soon. It got moving pretty quickly. Uh, Steven Schiff, the, the showrunner of The Americans, is showrunning the show. And it was announced earlier this week, or, or last week, excuse me, that Tony Gilroy, um, the gentleman who came in and did reshoots for Rogue One, is now stepping in and writing not just the pilot, but also taking in, taking charge of a couple of the episodes as far as writer and director. Um, Variety broke the news and said that uh, he will be hired to write and direct multiple episodes, um, including the pilot. But he won't be the only one like the Obi-Wan series uh, with Deborah Chow. Uh, he will be involved with the creative team there for Rogue One, um, a la The Mandalorian. And the biggest thing here is that Tony Gilroy has claimed multiple times that He's not really a big Star Wars fan. It's it's not that he's not a Star Wars fan. It just never attracted to him like other properties did. He's not um, like a J.J. Abrams where he's exactly, yeah, exactly. And so he comes from outside the box, and, and um, that's something to keep in mind with this a little bit. But uh, just initial thoughts. We're gonna take a short time to talk about this because there's not a lot to talk about. I mean, he did all the reshoots, and a lot of that film was reshot. And the main scene that we all talk about is that Vader scene. Um, what do we think about Tony Gilroy stepping on casting Andor? I actually like this news because we, to work on a movie property, you don't have to be a diehard fan of it. Sometimes it's a plus. Sometimes it's not the greatest thing in the world because they focus on, they're going at it from a fanboy perspective. And the thing for this is you would think that a fanboy brought us that Vader scene, but it was this guy who I'm sure he understands Star Wars. So 
you probably knew that fans wanted to see that. Mm-hmm. But it still came from a guy who's maybe just a casual fan of Star Wars. And for him to work on Rogue One, or a Rogue One, a Rogue One spinoff show, I think that's perfect. Now, if you were telling me they're doing a, you know, an Ahsoka movie and Tony Gilroy, or Tony Gilroy is directing it, that wouldn't be a good fit because in that case, you want a Dave Filoni type person directing that. But for this, I think it works really well. He obviously, he played in this world and it was successful. So I really do like this. Um, and I've never watched The Americans, but I've heard great things. It's incredible. So it's incredible. him and that guy working together... I think we have good things to come, for sure. Uh, for me, anyone that created that Darth Vader hallway scene <laughs> can do whatever the hell they want. Yeah. Um, but I think he's kind of almost perfect for this because he isn't a huge Star Wars fan, or whatever, however he wants to describe it. But you don't really need the Star Wars lore for something like this. I mean, I'm assuming it's going to be like a spy-type story. And the Americans is, like, critically acclaimed and has won awards. And if he's the guy doing that on a Star Wars version of a spy show, what is there to complain? Because there there really isn't. I Like I said, I don't think... This is the story that you really need to be a huge Star Wars fan. I mean, you can do basic... I highly doubt The Force is going to be in this, which, if you're not a huge Star Wars fan, like that's not something you really like need to know everything about. But if you're telling a spy story, I mean, why not get the guy that's probably done one of the best spy TV shows in the last however many years yeah it's a it's a time period where the force isn't relevant uh, in between episode three and four it's it's kind of dormant in a way right i mean obviously there's been t- tons of stories in video games and books and and stuff like that you know, like the rebel stuff that the force is out there but they're hiding it and they're not supposed to be using it they're being hunted and, and it's more like a religion more than yeah. a fact at this point because Someone like uh, like Baz and Chirrut, mm-hmm. they're like very religious, but they're not using the force. Exactly, and yeah. and Brian made a good point here. He doesn't. The cool thing about this is he can essentially approach this as a non-Star Wars property, but put it in the Star Wars world. Exactly, and yeah. he can he can use the creative team behind him, uh, or Stephen Schiff as the showrunner, to be like, okay, you know, you write a spy story, and we'll place it in this world. Yeah. That's essentially what he can do, and that's really cool. And he's he's responsible some, for some really really cool films. He wrote all of the Bourne movies, um, and he directed the Jeremy Renner one, which obviously didn't get the greatest. Uh, uh, that greatest, movie's actually not bad, but it, it only got a I, it only got a bad response because it followed the Jason Bourne movies. Exactly, and it followed yeah. the Matt, and Matt Damon wasn't in it, and that's the only reason why it got a bad response. And he's actually his brother uh, Dan Gilroy, Dan Gilroy, who we mixed him up a lot with. His brother did Nightcrawler. And if he takes a little pointers from his brother or kind of has that same approach, like, that's absolutely bonkers. And so I, I really like this news. I think it's awesome. It makes sense. It's the same exact world. It's the same character. He obviously played a lot with Cassian Andor, and so it just makes yeah. sense. I did not know that he wrote all the Bourne movies, yeah. which that's perfect for They're this. some of the best spy movies ever made. That is perfect for this. Him with the producer of The Americans, yeah. that is such a great combination. And 
for me, at first, when they announced this show, I felt like it was very, it was too similar to The Mandalorian in a way. Because they're both time periods where there's not a lot of Jedis running around, there's not a lot of Force involved, even though Luke is around during the time of The Mandalorian yep. and all that. But I just, I felt like it was too close in time periods and it was too similar. Um, but now that we're getting, this is a spy thriller show, most likely, and you have these two guys on it. And Mandalorian is more, we don't really know, uh, like it's an underworld, you know, bounty hunter type show. I think we'll see the Force more in Mandalorian mm-hmm. eventually than we will in this Probably. show. Probably. So I'm starting to feel the separation between these two shows, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just a note. Uh, Diego Luna is coming back and so is Alan Tudyk as K2SO. Yes. Um, that's as much as we know at the moment. Um, so yeah, I mean, really, really cool news in the world of Star Wars. This series seems to be moving forward. We have a lot to I really, I'm curious what the title of this show is going to be. Yeah. Is it just called Cassian Andor? Who knows? It'll be very Spies interesting. Spies of the Rebellion? It'll be very that interesting. Was, that's a good name, actually. But are they working, yeah. is he working for the Rebellion at the moment? Because... Uh, his parents were separatists. That's true. So who knows where he is at this point? That's yeah. true. But I think by the time he's working with K2SO, he's already a part of the rebellion. Probably. Yeah. Well, that's probably where he met K2SO at. Mm-hmm. I bet but you, it's going to time jump, probably. Yes. I know they yeah. said it in the co- showed it in the comics, but they'll probably touch how he got K2SO. Or how they, they how they met. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, they I don't think they show it in the comics. Did he save K2SO? Kind of in a way. Uh, I don't remember. I have the comic. Yeah, we'll have to go back and read it. It was only a one well, one issue. Yeah, wasn't K2SO it? was kind of just around when he was on his mission, and then they reprogrammed him. Got it. And then Got they it. leave together. Cool. So they could probably touch on that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. Well, let's move on. Uh, we're going to step away from uh, any other news at the moment, and we're going to focus a lot on the rise of Skywalker going forward. Um, just a little plugs here. If you saw from Monday, uh, we had our reaction up on the channel for the trailer. And we also have our breakdown of the trailer, which we shot directly afterwards, but it went up the morning after. And you saw myself and Brian and Lane on those uh, on those uh, episodes. Um, and so we haven't heard Jacob's thought on the, thoughts on the trailer yet. This is brand new take for him. First time that Brian and I are hearing this. Um, so before we get started on any kind of canon stuff or any questions that I may have put up in the on the notes, Jacob, just initial thoughts, man. What did you think? Your first reaction. And uh, maybe your favorite shot that you kind of remembered for the entire thing. How long did it take for you to see the trailer after I texted you saying it was... So, I just I decided, since I couldn't be here for the trailer reaction, I was in class, by the way. Nerd. Probably the only thing that could have kept me from being here. Um, and I... So, I was like, I'm not going to watch it on my phone, walking to my car, or in my car. I'm going to wait till I got get home. So, I watched it like... Um, at like 9.30 that night um, on my big TV. And I I think it's a really good trailer. I think it's a really good trailer. Oh my God, here we go. I wasn't blown away by anything, to be honest. It looks... The, all the shots that they showed in the trailer look amazing. But, and I think this is a good thing, they didn't reveal anything. anything <laughs> which is a good thing. Yeah. I'm fine with this. I'm not going to watch any TV spots. I'm glad this is the, I'm not going to watch the international trailer that comes out in a week like they always do. Um, I'm good with it. And it might sound like I'm disappointed, which in a way, a little bit. I was looking, I was waiting for that big moment, right? Like 
in the last trailer, the dark ray thing was like, oh my goodness, there was not a moment like that in this trailer. You could say the little chair thing moving towards Ray is that moment, which we assume is Emperor Palpatine, but that's not enough to make me go like, oh my goodness, what was that? Like the dark ray thing. But overall, I think I'm glad for me personally that didn't show a lot because I don't want to know anymore. But the individual, like the things that it was showing, it was just like a highlight reel of yeah. the movie in a way. Like, look at all these amazing shots, which was good. My favorite shot in the whole entire thing is when Adam Driver comes out of the... The water? Out of the water. Yes. Yeah. And the thing with this is there's not a lot of... All the scenes are, like, random, right? There's not a lot of context to most context to most of the scenes that they're showing. That scene with Rey and Kylo has context because we know their relationship building off of Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and how they kind of have this weird, like... They, they want to like be connected somehow yeah and i'm not saying romantically it could just be in a just because they're both like the only two force users around but um that's continuing she says nobody knows me he says i do because he's been in, literally been inside of her brain in the force awakens they who knows they could probably see their each other's whole entire lives because that connection that they have totally. that supposedly snoke started but um, that's my favorite shot, though, when Adam Driver and what he says, he says, I do. There could be a lot of recutting, though. Do you think that that is actually... Well, I was thinking that. they. Might... I don't think they're saying those lines in that moment. There's no oh. way. But it was cool for the trailer. Okay. Um, but I do think, like, that scene happens where she's standing there and he walks out like that under the waterfall. But, man, he's soaked wet in his suit. His suit's going to be all heavy. Could you imagine how many times I did that? <laughs> He looks so kind of like and go just shoot the water. He looks man. so cool coming out of, out of the water like that though. It's it's awesome. But that's definitely my favorite moment. I a lot of people I hear some negativity around this, but I actually love the C three PO scene. The C really you've heard I, negative I, about that? Yeah, I have. I I have. A lot of people were like saying it was cheesy or something, but I I love that oh, scene. I, like I, people said like it's so random, like it slows the trailer down or something. I've I will say I don't think that at all. I don't think that I heard. That's what I heard people online talking about. The one negative I heard was some was some people were saying like he's barely been around those people. Why are they his friends already? And I was like, yeah, I mean, there's been a year since the last Jedi. Yeah, there's a year gap between these two movies, which is a lot of time. But also, what if he's not even actually talking about them? What if he's accessing memories of Luke, Leia, and Han, or? Wow. anybody in the past but it's still i already made the claim that he's gonna get his memories moment back. hit me though because memories back after he that happens wiped. no he didn't yes he did when after uh, oh yeah 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 in but in between, between the prequels and, and the original trilogy that's why he doesn't remember um he doesn't remember any of the stuff with anakin or any, and all hmm. that stuff he doesn't remember that anakin made him hmm. and all that stuff um, that's true, yeah. yeah. That would be interesting, right? Oh, wow. But I, yeah, so I enjoyed the trailer. I, I think there could have been one more wow moment. I don't know what that could have been. Maybe a shot of Palpatine, but I'm glad I didn't see it. A lot of people, a lot of people wanted to see that cliffhanger scene like the last trailer or something that kind of would have hooked them. I personally don't think you needed a hook. I think that, I mean, we saw by the Tickle Tales, this movie is going to be seen either way. Yeah. And... It broke all kinds of records. It broke every record out there. And so, I mean, the trailer wasn't, like, mind-blowing. It wasn't, like, the greatest trailer ever made, but it did it did exactly what it needed to do. Yeah, I agree with that. And we're going to be diving into that now. And so, um, we broke down the trailer on a previous video. 
but it, which means we're not going to break down the entire trailer right now. We're going to focus on some single shots, some single theories, ideas, etc. And the big one, the big question, the main topic of the show today is the dagger that Ray is ha uh, holding in the middle of the trailer. Uh, it's the shot with her and Kylo. They're striking down a dark figure that has uh, Vader's helmet on it. We don't know what it is. Obviously, don't know yet. I think it's just a um, stand. But uh, she is, if you hold, if you pause the, the image, she is holding a dagger in her left hand with her saber in her right. And so we're going to be talking about that, theorizing a little bit, because there's a lot of stuff going around. Um, and we're kind of going to be diving into it, and it you know, relates to the story and what's going to happen and everything like that. And so just initially, guys, I mean, we see this. We read it online. We see this dagger. I know that Brian and I kind of had a conversation a little bit about it. Um, and we didn't notice it in our breakdown. We did not know it was there. Um, we caught it afterwards. The big thing is uh, the Mortis storyline. It's the Mortis storyline, uh, which is one of the possibilities, one of two at this moment, um, which was in the Clone Wars, uh, where Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Ahsoka went to the Mortis world with the father, the, the son, and the daughter, uh, the Force beings, and the father owned this dagger. Um, the Mortis Dagger, and essentially what it does is it, it's able to kill immortals. It's able to kill immortal beings. Does she literally have that same dagger? We don't know, but why would... We don't have a close-up of it okay. at the moment. She's holding so, a lightsaber and a dagger, so it's kind of like... And, and then killing something that's interesting looking in the scene. It's had a lot of theories pop up in a way. But essentially what the dagger does is it allows someone to kill immortal beings, but it's also part of keeping the balance in the Force. That's one okay. a lot of the things that a lot of people don't think of. Um, it helps keep the balance, and uh, the father had it, and then the son and Anakin went after it in the Clone Wars, and that storyline kind I of unfolded. Really Rewatch Clone Wars, <laughs> and then uh, the Mortis also yeah, played. <laughs> Mortis also played uh, in Rebels as well, and so the big question here is how much it connects. What does it mean? Just you know, initial thoughts here for a second about if in fact it is the Mortis dagger. Do you like that, or would you rather see something brand new in the world of Star Wars? If that's the case, it makes sense, because who are, who are they facing in this movie? Emperor Palpatine, who should have died in Return of the Jedi. Mm -hmm. Whether he's literally physically alive or some other way he's still alive, maybe he's be found a way to become immortal, yeah. and they need that dagger to kill him. And... Uh, after this trailer, I'm totally convinced that at some point in this movie, and for the rest of the movie until the end, Kylo and Rey are working together. I have a theory. 100%. And so that ties into the dagger with that. I think that's where they smash the stand with Vader's helmet on it or whatever, is near the end of the movie. They're on their way to meet up with Palpatine. They're going to face Palpatine together, and then stuff's going to go down. So. I love that idea. I didn't know that's what the the dagger was. I knew she was holding a dagger, um, but I didn't know what it meant or anything like that. Yeah, Brian Brian texted me after the, our breakdown yeah. and said she's holding a knife in her hand, and then I replied with, "That's the Mortis dagger." Thinking I know exactly what I'm talking about. I don't know. We don't know. We yeah. obviously don't know. Well, but I mean, we're theorizing, right? Yeah. So that's it's a possibility because otherwise it's a random dagger. Mm -hmm. Which why, is weird why because that? when have we ever seen... Because we know she has her staff, a blaster, and her lightsaber, you know? Randomly has a dagger. Yeah, For, when have we ever seen a Star Wars character use, like, a, a knife? And how is a dagger going to help in 
like a, a, ran, a regular deck are going to help her in any way. Yeah, not to mention, I would probably think it's a little bit different, like kind of like, oh, she's just defending herself, if she didn't have the lightsaber in the other hand. The fact that she has two oh, yeah, if she was only makes holding it, the, yeah, like, yeah, like if she's has like the a, a knife or a dagger in one hand, like, okay, maybe she just, there's some reason why. But why would she have it with the lightsaber? Mm -hmm. That's the thing that has gotten me because she clearly has both of them in her hand. I mean, the lightsaber can pretty much do anything. Like Penetrate most things. It's going to yeah. kill anything. What is the need to have a knife in your hand? We, I don't think we've ever seen someone in Star Wars like use a knife. Really? I mean, at least... If it is, it was super insignificant and, like, I can't remember anyone. It's usually a lightsaber or a blaster. A knife is weird. Like, to me, that, that when I texted him, I was like, why is she holding a knife? Like, it's weird. So, I think I, we're on to something, so something with the Mortis thing because it, it makes total sense. Otherwise, to me, it doesn't make sense if it's not that. Yeah, why? Well, in, why? I mean, there's, there's obviously from... Uh, the video games and the books, there's plenty of ways that Palpatine can be alive. Yeah. Or in some form, like a robot or whatever in this movie. We've seen that plenty of times before. But it would make a lot of sense for him to be immortal. Because if we shoot back to episode three, when he's talking to Anakin about Dark Plagueis the Wise, and how he taught his apprentice to become immortal, and he was trying to teach Anakin, tell Anakin, I can save Padme, etc. It kind of leads into one another, all of it. The fact that... Maybe Palpatine did, did know what he was talking about, and instead of falling down the hatch and dying in Return of the Jedi, he became immortal. He's been sitting in the in the wake this entire time, just kind of building and building and getting stronger until this is the moment he kind of has to strike. Um, and so it's interesting. And then um, the dagger is also an interesting point, too. I mean, if this is a brand new thing that's going to be told into this movie... Yes, it satisfies us because we know, but you also have to tell it in a way that makes sense for all the other fans. And that could end up being a lot of they time. They don't need to know the backstory. They, all, no, they need to know is this dagger kills a mortal being. No, at all. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and it'll be interesting, but I, there's a theory out there that um, they're accessing C-3PO's, uh, or they're not accessing, they are clearing his mind and wiping him and setting him back to an, a, a different state. Um where he has the language of the Sith and he's able to unlock something to get to the dagger. And that's kind of a theory out there that he plays into it somehow. Um, and a lot of people think that the desert planet, I forget the name of it at the moment, that's in the trailers a lot, is possibly that planet. Because it looks like the finale of everything is going to end up on um, the oceanic planet, which does have a name, by the way, and I will look up the name here in a second. Is it um, a new planet? It's a brand new planet. It's not. Um, it's not... So it's not the Death Star, the remnants of the second Death Star fell into this into this planet. planet. But here, here's so uh, Return of the movie. Jedi. It that movie took place on the Force Moon of yeah. Endor. Yeah, yeah. Everyone is thinking this is the Oceanic Moon of Endor, that, ah, because Endor that has sense. nine moons. And we're assuming she's on Endor in the Force scene, or the, possibly. the Force Moon of Endor, possibly in the, in the beginning of the trailer. Very I possible. Think so. I mean, I if she's so. all around the same area, maybe, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Or sense. maybe it's Yavin. Might be Yavin. Old yeah. school or something. But, I mean, anyway, just that quick theory real quick about C-3PO. I mean, do you think it's possible that they could use him in a way like that to kind of access some 
Sith language or something that maybe opens up the doors to get this dagger. Maybe they're trying using it, that exact theory to open up the temple that we saw. Yeah, because for a long time we've heard that this movie, that this crew is going to be on an adventure together, that they're not going to separate like they have in past movies. It would make sense. Ray's going to want the dagger because what she's found out with Palpatine. Poe and Finn are going to be along the ride. They're going to have three people. They're going to wipe them. They're getting some language stuff done. I mean, it's very possible. And which we see in the trailer, Carrie Russell is with them. Yeah, Zori Bliss. Zori yeah, Bliss, you're right. I'm just excited to see that crew go on a mission together. Well, I think I think they find Zori Bliss or Poe knows her somehow. And yeah. there's some there's a theory that I think is dead on. But I don't want to say it because it might ruin stuff. You know what this reminds me of? It, I think it's going to be like, Ray has to go on this mission. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm going alone. And then Finn's like, no, you're not. I'm yeah. going with you. And then all of them go people, together. And you're not going to like this, but it reminds me of Fellowship of the Ring when Frodo's going to go and then all these people start volunteering and we end up with this team of people. Mm-hmm. And somehow Carrie Russell gets involved. Maybe they need her skills and Poe's like, I know someone. And I think I think that... It's say it? Well, it depends on what it's about because I kind of want to see on top This exact too. thing. Okay. You mean... It, There's a picture of her holding what looks like a disc and people are saying that see they, it's it's the memory s- circle on the back of is the head. back of c3po's mm. head which maybe that's well so what i'm it's more than likely this is all going to take place in the beginning of the movie and i have a good feeling that leia sends them all on a mission and she knows about all this yeah. stuff and then it's poe finn ray 3po R2, BB-8, DO, yeah. they find Zori Bliss, and then they go to get 3PO's mind wiped, and then they go find everything else, and then they end up on that moon of Endor, if it is moon At of Endor. one point, Rey gets separated from them. Yeah. Well, I think that's towards the end. And she's well, there's interacting with Kylo. And yes. Then, yeah. Well, there's yes. that first, the first trailer, they're, they are overlooking the water area, so they're there throughout. There's going to be something where, like, Ray has to continue without them. Yeah. I don't know how or why. 100%. But obviously, it has to be. Um, Once she gets into the water Death Star area. If that's even her on that. It is. Yeah, it's her. There's a, there's a, a cleared up image of it. It is her on that. So then. On the, on the, uh, on the water ski. When your Jedi is just going to be able to make themselves fly. I know, right? With their powers, they can. You know, uh, I don't know. But she's she's just a pilot in general. Yeah, she's always had that ability. That's why she flies the Falcon when Poe mm-hmm. and Finn are there. She flies it. Nobody else does. It's her and Chewie. You know, not Poe and her. Lando's flying it. Well, yeah, but Lando's probably not in this at that point. Yeah, yeah. That so. man, this, this movie has so much in it. How is it all gonna come together like chronologically in two it's hours and thirty five minutes? Crazy, but do you guys agree that um, with me that Kylo and Rey are going to be working together? Yeah, absolutely. Like to wrap up this movie. Absolutely. I even. Think that's what it says to me. I even think they could be. I'm not saying that's what I want, which I do. But what do you think, Jake? You don't think they're going to be working together? He, he wants. I want Kylo to die a bad guy. Yeah, I really do. I, I, because it's Vader's path all over again. It is. It's just in an earlier time frame, and they have more time, to, more story to tell with him. It's a. It's exact. It's Vader, beat by beat. Yes, he didn't. Vader was much more darker down the path than Kylo was, but he was always being pulled to light by his son. Once he found out he had a son, and Kylo essentially is doing the same thing once he met Rey, and so it just. Yeah, I people say that, but I. It's still different though. Like Kylo doesn't have kids. He's not. He's not being pulled because he has a 
son, which is a very powerful influence on somebody. But well, he's being, he's being pulled. pulled by some a different reason. I but I don't yeah. I don't want him to be pulled. That's what yeah. I'm saying. I, I don't I, want him to be Vader. I don't care if Kylo's Kylo can stay bad for the rest of his life. I just don't want him to die. Is all he needs to die. I don't think he needs to die. He needs to die. Either. I think he's. I 100% think he's going to do something good where he gets sacrificed. And, so I yeah. do think he's going to die. I don't want him to die, though. Because yeah. he's. This is what's going to happen. Him and Ray are teaming up at the end. They're going on this mission. Palpatine or somebody working for Palpatine is going to kill Kylo. Or he's going to die somehow to get her to the next step to get to Palpatine. And then I don't know how the hell Ray's going to kill Palpatine by herself, but With a dagger. We'll see. With the power of the ghost of the Force ghosts, something. Yeah, we, we think there's going to be a Force. So ghost that last scene in the trailer, we theorized that that scene is her seeing a group of Force ghosts. You seen Harry Potter? We're at the very end. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, he switches. I just don't know if I want to see that. Does it? Does it seem kind of cheesy to you guys? In no, I'm not saying all of them, but I'm oh, saying yeah. Luke, Leia, oh, Obi Wan, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Yoda. I think Leia's going to well, pass on. In the, the past movie. year... they kill off every single one in each movie? I, yeah, I do. In I the think past that's year, what has she been doing? She exactly. might have met Yoda, Obi-Wan, and all them. Well, if it was all at once randomly, she's never seen them before, then it would be Luke, weird. Luke is 100% training her through the Force yeah, Ghost. Absolutely, 100%. Yeah. And, I, and I, we'll probably see him in the first minute of the movie. And I could see, like, along the way, he's been like, by the way, here's first Obi-Wan. Minute. And they're all teaching her these little things you know so the reason i say that i think we'll see luke early and i know we're kind of getting off track of everything here for a second but um i pay attention to something very closely in a lot of movie posters the billing of the cast what order they're in because it matters carrie fisher's number one yeah, and mark hamill's number two yeah. then daisy ridley then adam Driver. i think they're kind of just doing that to honor them to be honest i don't think so man they because... it would have said with carrie fisher and mark hamill that's what it usually says they're leading the cast. They're at the number one and number two spot. That could mean a lot in the film as far as footage goes. They could very well be celebrating them, but we'll look yeah. at the other ones. Are the other ones? Decent? Mark Hamill's not in the very front. The, the young cast is. Yeah, I just think it's kind of like this is the last movie. Like let's honor them. That's what I personally think. maybe. But because the thing is, they can't have Carrie Fisher in the movie as much as they want. Well, can to. they? They don't have that much to work with. I mean, or do I, they? I think that. But, <laughs> All that's gonna fit. They have all this extra footage, and it's all gonna fit into the story they're telling. I would I be more so. suspicious of that if Mark Hamill was first. Yeah, but they could do all they want with Luke. Luke could be in this movie for forty-five that's minutes. He probably will be. And I hope he is. That's what I'm saying. I would be more suspicious if his name was first, not Carrie Fisher, who is no longer alive, and they dropped the last trailer on her birthday, and people were for still freaking. I think and there's a reason. To be honest, knowing J.J. Abrams. We could be wrong about all of this. We probably are. The movie could be way different than yeah, we're thinking. We probably are. And all this being said in the trailer, what the hell does the Rise of Skywalker mean? That's the big question. The Jedi Lightning. And is no I more. still think there's like a two point five percent chance that somehow Luke is still alive or comes it's, back from the It's dead. not even it's not even that, but the one thing that we're not even talking about is Dark Prey. Yeah, what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> that that disappeared stupid so fast. It's gonna be a it's stupid. Be a no, I don't think it is. I hope not. It's not. I really hope that's not a vision. I really do think that we're gonna see a, a Ray versus Ray fight, and it's gonna be revealed that the Dark Ray's been Palpatine's apprentice and, and kind of been sitting back. She's just like the greatest. His, his creation, the creation around. he's always and wanted. That's what I'm saying. She, that Dark Ray probably kills Kylo. 
like when they because I think Palpatine mm. it all right Palpatine's like floating in a chair and that in a bad way it reminds me of the thinker from Flash last season I said it's like Guardians when Thanos is sitting in his chair oh maybe but it looks like a floating but chair. the thinker the thinker kept him alive the the chair this is that's essentially what, what Palpatine is doing because it it looks like he has medical devices that's what I'm him. saying it reminds and thinker was transporting himself into different bodies well too, which is in crazy this I. If that's the case, that means that we're not going to see Ian McDermott. We're going to see a different body. Oh, yeah. Well, I think it's going to be Ian McDermott in this chair. So you, you think know? we're going to see him physically? Maybe. Yes. Yeah. Because we're, we're just going to hear his voice. That's it. I think it's going to be his voice through Matt Smith. I thought we already pretty much established that Matt Smith was that blue character with the mask that they released. You didn't see that image? No. No, I mean, I, I could see that, though, that it's kind of like they're dubbing the voice. Because we talked about uh, weeks ago on a, different, on a different episode that I thought Palpatine attached himself to Vader's helmet. And that there's going to be a way to bring him back through a body, but his body is physically gone. That's what I think is going to happen. You see people say that um, he has, it's like like a horcrux from Star- Vader's helmet yeah yeah that it's a horcrux essentially from like Harry Potter but I think that he attached himself to something and then he brought himself back and he's channeling himself through Matt Smith that's what I think it's happening it's possible I, that theory would make sense based on everything we know but I do think we're going to see Ian McDermott in the flesh I, he's, I think he's going to be attached to this chair that so. chair's keeping him alive he survived the fall at the return at the end of Return of the Jedi for some somehow and how pissed would you be if they showed that like that wasn't actually him there at Return of oh, the Jedi? Oh, see, I'm okay with him not being dead. A lot of people say it takes away what Vader did, um, and I'm I don't think so, and I'm okay with that. But if he that actually wasn't him at the end of Return of the Jedi, that would piss me off because no, because that would ruin Return of the Jedi for me. Yeah, no, it's it's hundred percent him. Because I said yeah, the theory of that you know how like Luke force projected himself. But Vader physically that's, that's picked my, him up. That's yeah. my but, caveat. Yeah. I, and the thing is, if Palpatine has to sit in a chair to keep himself alive, he's not going to be able to fight Ray. but that's where Dark Ray probably comes in. And somehow Ray gets to him with the dagger, which would make sense. I don't think he leaves that chair. Yeah, I don't think so either. Because how? what much can E. McDermott... E. McDermott can't do much around himself. I literally think it's like the Thanos where he's just sitting in the chair. Yeah. But except he'll be on screen more than that. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I kind of want to, before we, before we start talking about uh, a little bit more about the dagger and, you know, whether or not it plays in the storyline, um, I wanted to throw out another possibility with you guys. Um, and it has to do with another knife, but it has to do with the expanded universe. Um, let me just read a little snippet here, uh, for a second. Um, about a Sith dagger from the EU. And it is called the Shikars. And the Shikars are used mainly for decorations, but they were traditionally assassination tools. Um, the classic Shikar has a glass blade that's particularly fragile around the hilt, meaning an assassin would stab someone with a knife and then twist the handle to break the blade off, leaving it embedded inside the body. So, um, so it's another Sith um, assassination tool, obviously. This is a little snippet, and they say, uh, There have long been rumors that a Sith dagger would play a prominent role in The Rise of Skywalker, with reports that the Resistance would discover the ancient weapon, 
According to these un unconfirmed reports, the resistance would need to reprogram C-3PO in order to translate the Sith runes inscribed on its handle with protocol droids to program uh, so as not to be able to translate ancient Sith. That would fit in with the trailer, which shows Droidsmith Baba Frick attempting to hack into 3PO's core processor. Um, and that's from the Expanded Universe. And um, at one point, I believe uh, Luke Skywalker in the Expanded Universe went hunting for one of these um, for a similar purpose in a way. And so it could very well play into the same role. I mean, would you much rather see something like Mortis play into it because we've seen it or maybe so pull from this? So what is the function of this other dagger? It's essentially just a dagger. It's, it's Sith. It's got Sith ancient... Okay. But why, um, so why would they, why would they need it though? You know? So that's what we don't know. That's what we don't yeah. know. But that, that's just another theory out there that I can pull from the EU uh, because it is Sith-related and Palpatine, obviously, the head of the Sith. Uh, maybe it could kill him specifically. Don't really know. My biggest fear for this whole entire new franchise has been that storyline, the Mortis, like, where they jump into, like, timelines and stuff like that. I would much rather see the EU thing that you just said. Because... Well, Mortis doesn't mean we're going to jump into war between I know, worlds. But I'm saying, like... I, I'm not a huge fan of the things that, like... Now you're immortal. Now you can... I wasn't even that huge of a fan of the fact that... Uh, Ezra pulled Ahsoka out of the timeline type. What? Don't... I like... Come on. I just... I hate... Come on. I hate the... We were sitting right next to each other. Come on. I... No, no, no. I... Don't get me wrong. I was stoked. Like, I would have heated if she died. I am not a fan of time travel in Star Wars, and there... Well, we've only seen it once. I know, but I'm saying if I saw this in the movies... I don't think we're going to touch on that in this movie. We're not going to see no the world way. between worlds. We're not going to see yeah, it. Yeah. As long as they stay away from, like... The infinite realities and the time, no, no, no. like the there's not enough time. Yeah, there's not enough time. Like that, that I don't remember what it's called. Where it was just like that space area. The world, the, the world between worlds. Yeah, you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The portal, like that stuff. Oh, I'd be pissed. The so. dagger, the dagger is gonna be. If it is in fact the dagger of Mortis, it's gonna be somewhere hidden that uh, the father did hit it somewhere, or the the son uh, hit it somewhere that just can't be touched, like it was in those episodes. It was. If you go back to watching those episodes, it was hidden underneath the planet. They had to go underneath and search it. And there's a deleted scene of Revan and Bane talking I to... I just watched that. Revan and Bane talking to uh, Anakin, I believe. Or it uh, might have been the son. I think it's the son, it's the son. about the dagger. And so it's going to be like some kind of it trial. Because it's Sam Witwer's voice where he's like, what do yeah. you want from me? Like, kind of like the ring, right? They have to go through a trial to get the ring in Lord of the Rings. We're doing Lord of the Rings. I think there's a possibility that, so the beginning of the movie is like, all right, we've got to get this dagger. Mm -hmm. They're on the mission. They get the dagger. Then Ray goes to Five Palpatine. And then it's a where like she stabs him and he starts laughing like, haha, like you thought this dagger was going to kill me, but it really didn't. And then something else Maybe. happens after that. Very know? well. I can totally see that. I think... Yes to everything you said, and then towards the end when they go to finally end it, Kylo's gonna intercept, and that's when she's like, "Like no, like I need to do this. We need to do this. Otherwise, such and such is gonna yeah. happen." And then they team up so that that happens. Well, yeah, they're. I think they're both gonna have to take on Palpatine, like end the Sith. 
for good. Kylo's gonna die. I don't. I don't know. But this see, all right. Kylo teaming up with Rey because just because Kylo is evil doesn't mean he doesn't want Palpatine to reemerge and be in power. So it's kind of like the enemy he wants of to be the my, most powerful. The, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Like yeah. Palpatine is a threat to both sides. So Kylo's like, I gotta do this to to get rid of Palpatine. Doesn't mean he's good. Just because he does that doesn't so, mean he's good. And we know he cares about Rey. Kylo's still a bad person. He's 100% a lovely. But we know he cares about Rey. So just because you sacrifice yourself to save someone doesn't make you a good person. He selfishly cares about her. So you know, he could die still a bad person, but he just saved Rey because he loves her. He wouldn't do that for some random person. So let, let, me, let me ask this real quick because... This was a big, a big problem with the Jedi Order that we saw in the prequels. They always thought the balance of the Force meant no more Sith. They always yeah. thought that. We Which learned make sense. Well, we really. learned yeah. in the Mortis, the Mortis yeah. episodes of the Clone Worlds, um, that the balance means that there's a balance between light and dark. Yeah. Like there's both. There's always going to be both. If they're going after Palpatine, if he is the dark that they're going after. Who takes his place? Is it Kylo? Kylo? Yeah, but... Does the movie end with them alive going their different directions? Or Rey and Kylo or, both die. But that's not balanced, though. That means they're both gone. Yeah, there's well, no balance. Even if Kylo dies, there's, there's no... still no balance. That's what I'm saying. Rey. That's why That's why Luke failed, because there was no dark. And then the dark side rose up in Kylo. Well, if there's no Rey or Kylo, then there's... The but there's other, but I'm what I'm. But there's other yeah. force users out there. That's the problem. There's always going to be other force users. I know, but, but I'm. There's no Sith. There's no Sith, but there's good yeah, force there's users. No Sith, but there's bad people doing bad things with the I force. Mean, if there is a dark ray, they're going to have to get rid of her too. Yeah, hundred percent. So <laughs> if they kill Palpatine, yeah. what dark rises? Is it Kylo? Possibly. Because from what I'm, he wouldn't have to die. From my seat, I'm seeing that both of you are saying that he's going to turn to be good. That's from no, what no. I'm seeing. I, I was just making the exact opposite argument. I'm saying just because he teams up with Ray to take out Palpatine doesn't mean he's good. Okay. He's still bad, but he's like, he's damn, the lesser two He's evils. like, I want to be in charge. I don't want Palpatine to be, you know, the which is kind of what he did powerful being in the universe. Just watch that last. I got to take him out, and Ray's like, well, we got to take him out too. So they work together. Even if, like, say they succeed in killing Palpatine and they both survive. Kylo would still be bad. She would still be good. So, and then they both die, and the Force is quiet. No, no. Um, so they're going to be working together. Let me, I'm, I'm trying to get wrap my yes. head around what you're thinking. They're going to be working together. But how do you think? Do you think that towards the end of the movie, Kylo's going to turn back to bad? I don't think he's ever going to change from bad to good. So he's going to go from being the bad guy to working with her yeah. to get what he wants, and then go back to what he essentially what he did in the Last Jedi. Yeah. In a way, it's like, yeah, in a way, but more extended. The lesser yeah, of two because... evils. Uh, the two evils are, and then what happens? Do they fight it out? They had no choice. Do they duke it out until yeah. the end? And the last Jedi to like fight together. Um, Does the movie end with their fight? Maybe the movie ends with both of them dying. That's a possibility that that they, like they take care of Palpatine and then they're like that Palpatine. shot in the trailer. Are they standing in the throne room? And is that is that the final scene? They're of literally going to end it on the biggest cliffhanger of all time. We don't know what happens. No, 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 no. But no, I'm asking, are like, they going to duke it out? In his we're thinking that Ray and Kylo fight first, and then they face Palpatine. What if it's 
what if it's the opposite? They defeat him, and then they're like, now they fight each other. That's possible. Possible. I'm because we all. I mean, we agree and want that that dark ray thing to actually be a physical being who's there. They're gonna have to fight her. Yeah. Which if she's been trained since birth, it makes sense because she has double. She's gonna be if she's like trained since birth and like no other. She only knows the dark side, and uh, she's gonna be so powerful, which. I don't think Ray by herself can defeat her. No, 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 no. There's no way. That's why. That's why we pulled that Force Ghost thing. Maybe she gets the, like the essence. Like it's almost like a confidence booster, right? Like they're like, yeah. you can do this, type of moment. Yeah. Or even just hearing their voices, which we do hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can you can see in her eyes. Like, I mean, she's like point. crying almost. It's like that moment in the Force yeah. Awakens where she's like the Force, mm-hmm. and then she closes her eyes yeah. and she realizes. Because I made the point of, what is the point of all these times we've heard force ghosts with her than being people she's never met they literally used a new obi-wan line for her to hear mm-hmm. these are your first steps and he says ray yeah these are your first steps yeah so there ha- there has to be some some answer at some point of why are all these older force ghosts talking well, they, they can see everything that's going on in a way and they probably know like she's the only hope yeah. So I mean, it, it's not it's not a f- unfair assumption to think that they're gonna have some contact with her at some point. Well, like I said, in the past years they could have interacted. She could have interacted with Yoda, Obi Wan. She's been interacting with at least Luke, and at le- I would say at least Yoda. There could be lines well, in the trailers, not in the movies, but Luke does say, "We've taught you everything we know." Mm-hmm. What did he's not? He didn't say, "I taught you everything I know." We've taught you everything we, we know. Also, keep yeah. in mind that she that Leia could very well be training her too. Absolutely, because there's been we don't know what Luke taught Leia. We what don't if, know what Luke what taught if Leia. I think that's the case too. Oh, what if yeah. Leia on the Millennium Falcon's the one that pulls out the training uh, droid? Probably. Well, we also saw it in the Force Awakens though, so we know that it's laying around somewhere. I know, but like my brother used this. Yeah, could be interesting. Um, okay, we got about fifteen, well, maybe ten to fifteen minutes here. Um, since we are on the topic of Force Ghosts, uh, just if if it does happen, who are the Force mm. Ghosts that we want to see? Jacob, who that do you we think... want to see or make sense in this movie? Yeah, that's a big... Oh, right, let me ask two questions for each person. Okay. Who do we want to see and who we think is going to be in the scene? If it does happen. You go first. Oh, okay, great. Um, who I want to see? I want to see Yoda, Anakin, Obi-Wan... Uh, Qui Gon. <laughs> Am I missing anyone? Mace Windu. Yeah, I do. Just naming up all the Jedi. No, no, no. I, it would be weird if Mace Windu showed up. I'd be like, uh, okay. <laughs> Who do I think? Probably Yoda. <laughs> all the ones you just named. Everyone but Anakin. <laughs> uh, probably, honestly, Yoda. Actually, to be honest, I would. I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't use Yoda because they he was a big, big part of Last Jedi. I wouldn't be surprised if you saw Obi Wan, and um, Luke Skywalker, and that's it. Because it'd be weird for her to be like, "Oh, look at a little green guy." Let's talk well, everything. We don't I, know. And again, so going back to the I whole year thing, that she's already met them. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we see them in the film, she already knows who Who's they are. That? Um. <laughs> So for sure, Luke, we're gonna see Luke. So what I want to see, the only one that I want to see who I think is not gonna be there, um, is Anakin. 
I would love for him to be there somehow. He would be amazing. And even if it doesn't have to be, what if we see Ray talk to you know Yoda, Obi Wan, Luke, but then we see Kylo talk to Anakin, which that would be that would make more sense That'd because be what Kylo has more connection to Anakin. They have the same hair too. Ray so. does, and he's. He's been talking to him. Mm-hmm. Whether I don't know if Anakin's responding or not, probably not. But Kylo's been talking to him. I think and Palpatine's been responding, probably. And him thinking oh, it's Vader. That that would make sense. Um, but I do think you're so smart. Luke's I a am. given, right? But I think we're gonna see Ewan McGregor as Obi Wan, no. aged up to look like Alec Guinness as a Force ghost, <laughs> and. The thing, the only reason why I say that, it would be totally random other than the Force Awakens line. Yeah. So I think Yoda, Obi, Yoda and Obi-Wan have been kind of pulling strings behind, you know, as Force ghosts in a way to lead Rey on this path. And she's going to see maybe Obi-Wan and Luke at the end. And I wouldn't be surprised if through them, they, she kind of learned where she's from. You gave me where she came from. off everyone. I, you literally named everyone that I just said. Except Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon. Yeah, I don't think he fits in this. Like, it just who cares? It's Liam freaking. I was so. I think we're gonna we're gonna see him in the Obi Wan series. So 100%. that's a different story. Um, don't get him. I so who I want to see, um, Luke obviously Obi Wan and Yoda. Those are the three that I want to see. Those are the three that that fit with what I would want to see on screen. Um, the only reason why I say Obi Wan. Is because well, I guess two reasons. One, because of the Force Awakens stuff mm-hmm. that he's in there. Two, it is the perfect way to make sure people know that an Obi Wan series is coming. True. To re-engage him back into yeah. the audiences and be like, that's Ewan McGregor playing. His him. first appearance back. Exactly. Is it's not just the series, it's the movie, it's back on screen. It's a perfect way to get him back into the fold. Just a quick shows up for half a day, shoots a couple scenes, and he goes home. Like it's that easy. Do you think they have to age him up? Yeah. 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 Well, the only reason I say yeah. that is because well, because we saw him in the original trilogy as Alec Guinness. That's, That's they'd true. have to make him look like that. Because I was gonna say, Hayden Christensen, they de-aged him for that was a special edition stuff. Yeah. So, um, sorry, but yeah. So uh, Obi Wan, uh, Luke, and Yoda are the three that I want to see. The people that I think are gonna show up are Luke and Leia. I do think at some point Leia. Set on that, Luke, Leia. I think Leia is probably gonna pass on at some point in this movie. And I'm not saying that she's going to be killed. She she might pass on through the Force like Luke did, and she shows up at the end with Luke with Rey. And that would make sense because she has she already knows she knows they have the most life. connection. They and have the most connection. Them. Those two. Yeah. And that the last line where she says always with Luke. And if it's them two talking her, giving her the pep talk to go on her final and fight, the rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Those two. Sense. Maybe it's two people, not the Skywalkers, but Skywalker. It could just very well be Skywalker, and it could be them two rising. I, I still don't. I think it's that's possible, but it simply could be Kylo, the Kylo thing for the story. I still, I've said this before, but I still have a crazy theory about Anakin for the rise of Skywalker. But we can talk about that another day. Maybe we'll like to make that a main topic next time. I think so. I, I think what I'm gonna start. I think uh, remember when we used to do um, address the council? Yes. I think yeah. I'm gonna bring it back. Okay. Yeah, I might, they can bring that as a first topic for Address the Council. I think they're both Skywalkers. Ray? Yeah, do... I mean, we... I think... Are we going to find out who Ray is yes. in this oh, movie? Oh, they already said And is it just... Are. Is she just a nobody? So the... the la- a lot of people want that. So in our last is. episode, uh, you missed it. It was, it was Brian, Gio, and I. Um, 
the two questions that were that were focused on in the story when they were writing the script is how powerful is the force and who is Ray? Those are the two oh. questions they had going into the film when they were writing right. the script, and they said that they're those are gonna be answered one hundred percent. So we are gonna find out who Ray is. Or where she comes or where she comes from at least. Maybe not who she is, but where she comes from. So because those are two very different things. Yeah, that's interesting. Because how powerful the force is, which that opens the doors for a lot of things, mm-hmm. which kind of supports the theory that I have. But we'll, like I said, we'll talk about that another day. But I still, I still think there's a chance that somehow Ray's connected to Obi Wan. I still think there's, there's a, a possibility. I do agree. But I think there's a heavier chance that she's a Skywalker, which it, to me, like I don't think that. Like if I had to put my money on something. If I had to put money on it, it would be that she's a nobody. She was part of Luke's academy, something like that. Like we most, like we've talked about. But I do. I think there's the second biggest chance is that she's a Skywalker. But then next would probably be a Kenobi somehow. I'm putting my money on that she's a clone of all of them. That's my money. My money is of Luke, Obi Wan, well, and then Palpatine made two of them, or multiple, and she got away, or multiple, or, and all the other ones are dead. All of it's based off two. of the Ray Mir scene in Last Jedi, which I watched last night. No, it it kind of reignited it for that me. That makes a lot of sense, and it makes sense for Dark Ray. Like, yeah. just that ties together so well. Yeah. I think she's a clone of Anakin, not Luke. Because yeah. you, because Palpatine, it, his biggest failure is like. Losing Darth Vader to the light again. If, so maybe he tries but to Luke was the chosen again. one. If, yeah. Or if Luke. Palpatine had it's his son. So. <laughs> if Palpatine same, same, had right? any Skywalker's DNA, it would be Anakin's. Easy. Well, Luke's hand. Yeah. That's my theory. That's There's no. Awesome. That's my theory. There's no Anakin so DNA out like, there. Hey, There's let's, Luke yeah, DNA. Yeah, but he out literally there, made his suit. Yeah. No, you're right. She could have saved some of his blood yeah, or something. Easily. But we know there's a piece of Luke's flesh that was out in space. And like I've said multiple times, yeah. that was supposed to be the opening exactly, scene of The yeah. Force Awakens. And that Which, is JJ's thing, and he's not going to let it go. I'll put, I'll put money on it. Honestly, that makes the most sense. Make a bet, Ryan. Ray, the Rays are uh, clones of Luke, yeah. and these are the do last you, two alive. Do you, are you thinking these are the only two that we're going to see? Yes. I don't want to see more than that. I want to say either the rest were like they didn't make it out of the cloning process; they all died. These are the two that successfully cloned. Yeah. That's a good call. Two that successfully cloned. Yeah. Bad batch type. Somebody they were together, like he was training both of them or something, and somebody got one of them away and put her on Jakku. I wouldn't yes. be surprised if the people because oh. she wasn't. Oh she, wait, wait, wait. She wasn't robes when she got dropped off. The kind of Padawan style. What robes. if mm-hmm. those people that were taking off weren't her parents? They were people, the people that kidnapped her or took her. Yeah, well, yeah. maybe they saved her. her. They saved her from growing oh, up. Oh, excuse me. To be trained by Palpatine. You yeah. Know? Like, and then there's a shot from the very first trailer um, that we see the same ship flying in a darker atmosphere. So we're, we're 100% going to get the story. 100%. And I want it to make sense why Kylo says, what girl in The Force Awakens? Because yeah. he knows. He, oh, he knows. He's going to know something about he this. He's going to yeah, know yeah, that there yeah. were clones of Luke made or something like that. Yeah. He knows. Man, theories all over the place. <laughs> yeah, well, we talked about a lot. We talked about a lot. Yeah, it's only going to continue. Basically, guaranteed about seven different things. It's it's only going <laughs> to so continue. All contradict each other. Exactly. It's only yeah. going to get bigger. It's only going to continue. We're all correct. Yeah. Yes, um, but that does wrap up the Padawan for today, guys. Um, let us know what you think of it down below in the comments. And there's a lot to think about. Uh, write it down, maybe. Throw your comments down below. Um, 
love to hear from you guys about the, the dagger of Mortis, uh, maybe the Sith dagger, what they're doing, who they're facing off against, uh, Palpatine stuff, Kylo stuff, Ray, clones, Force Ghosts, throw it all down there. There's a lot of stuff to kind of go through. And so make sure you leave all your thoughts down below. Um, like, share, comment, that whole nine yards. And uh, yeah, always, oh, this is the Paddle Podcast. This is the crew. Uh, we have Obi Wan Jacoby over there on the left hand side. We have Grad- Grand Admiral Sino over there on the right. I am Qui Gon Jake. This is the Padawan Podcast. Make sure you guys not only subscribe here on YouTube for everything in the world of Apocaflix, but we are now also on Anchor, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere audio you can find them. We are there. You can listen to us on the road. Anywhere that's easy for you guys, check it out. Hit that subscribe button. Like all of that over there as well. We really, really appreciate it. So, again, this is the Padawan Podcast. Thank you for joining us. May the force be with you. Hey everyone, Jacob Bartley here. Thanks for watching. If you want to check out something similar from Apocalypse Movies, click this video up here. If you want something a little bit different, check out this video down here. If you haven't done so, please subscribe to Apocalypse Movies and let us know your thoughts in the comments section. We always love to hear from you. Thanks for watching.